We want to thank everyone who came to see us at Anime Milwaukee. We had such an amazing time meeting everyone and hearing everybody's D&D stories. Just a few announcements before we get started. This month, we're going to be celebrating the birthday of our director and voice of Talia, Chris, me, by offering two extra episodes this month. As always, Patreon will get those episodes early. We also wanted to announce that we will be at Anime Detour in Minneapolis on March 29th through the 31st, as well as WizCon 43 in Wisconsin, May 24th to the 27th. We're really excited and we hope we can see you guys all there. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. If we have missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warning for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, and mild gore. Imagine a world on the frontier where towns spring up and disappear as fast as natural resources are found and depleted. Where magic and technological advances are happening at such a rate society can't keep up, allowing evil or misguided people to create abominations in nature. Imagine a world where bounty hunters with badges break the law to keep the peace, trying to protect those who live far outside the capital city. Now imagine amidst all this chaos, a door is opened, and into this world steps a being the likes of which no one has seen for over a thousand years. Welcome to the Fey Wild West. Let's be legendary. no formal plans for the next day other mm-hmm. than just, just get to know him right. for the most part. I did have a question, but I think I'll wait until like midday to break that up. Alright. You go and pick him up, and this time it's just Jareth. He says that Al just wanted to spend the day working on some studies from like before the break, so. Mm-hmm. Right. That's very diligent. Al's always deep in a book with his numbers. <laughs> Well, that just leaves the three of us to have some fun. Okay. Do you know how to ride a horse? A little bit. How about this one? <laughs> Pat's word there. Uh, Oleander is smaller. Kind of looks up at Muerte and kind of just like goes over towards, goes towards. Over towards Muerte. <laughs> All right, well, yeah. of course. All right. You want to ride solo for a bit or you want help? He's big. Hi. Maybe I better have a little help. He is big. All right, I I get on and then bring him to sit in front of me. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, all right, how fast do you want to go? Fast. And I kick him into high gear and we (laughs) just like kind of gallop around the... Okay, yeah. Just for a little while. And then I let him... You know. Yeah. Cortez is with me too, by the way. Muerte's pretty he's, chill, so. Yeah. Cortez is with me too. He's been with me the whole time. Okay. He's just kind of just hanging out. Yeah. 
Burb. Burb. Yeah. So, yeah, we ride around. Do the same thing. Go eat. Yep. That's at one point. At one point in the day, though. Like, late afternoon. Mm -hmm. I bring this up. Uh, Jareth, I wanted to ask, and I apologize if it's going to bring up unpleasant memories, but... You said your parents, they were killed. Yeah. Do you have any idea how they, most, like, who it was? I, I don't. Um, I just, I only know what I know because I heard Sister Mabel talking about it with somebody else. All right. What did you hear? What did you hear? Just how, um, the, just how their house was burned down. My father was shot, um, and witnesses said that my mother ran to the riverbank with me in a basket. Mm. And she was shot right on the bank. Mm. I'm sorry, I didn't mean... I don't remember any of it. I was, like, I think one or younger. But... Tali and I also lost our parents, so we were a bit older than you. Very similar fashion. I just want to make sure that... I'm just going to double check with the constable, make sure no one's going to come back looking for anybody or anything like that. Okay. Um, hand me the map. He'll tell you that uh, his family uh, lived over in Clearwater, actually kind of close to where you grew up, Talia. Oh, okay. He had been sent downstream and was picked up in Ilden. Wow, close. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I grew up right out of Ilden. Up in the woods, near the mountains. Well, they said that uh, a family had found me and uh, took me in for a little while there, but they were a poor couple and couldn't take care of another kid, so they had to bring me up here when I was three. All right. Well, point is now... You've got a family. It is in the past. Family strays. He smiles and hugs you. <laughs> she is such a big, strong man until this kid shows up. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. This cat's making so much damn noise. Oh. Zach, what's your malfunction? Nothing. <laughs> All right, so that was mostly it. Mm -hmm. So take him back to school. We're going to stop by. I tell him we'll stop by before we leave, but we do have to leave Wednesday. Okay. So, but we'll see you before we go. Okay. All right, get some sleep. Before we head back to the cathedral, I need to stop at the constables. Okay. I don't know if they'll have the information I'm looking for, but I will definitely try okay well maybe they might be able to since we have our shiny new badges mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, we might be able to get information sent somewhere 
it's a little late. Uh, you kind of come in and it, the place is pretty quiet, but there's still somebody at the uh, receptionist desk because it's the constable's office. Somebody needs to be there all Somebody's got to be there. Yeah. It's the older gentleman that you had seen there before. And he kind of looks up and is like, oh, yeah, yes. Can I help you? Hey, I was looking for some information about an old case. And I don't know if it would be here or in Clearwater, but since the orphan ended up here, I would assume that you would have some information or be able to get some information for me. Oh. Uh, okay. What's the case? I kind of synops, give him a synopsis of the case. Kid's named Jareth. He's a tiefling. Family was attacked up near Clearwater and mother dropped him in the in the river before blah, blah, blah. So I kind of like re- reiterate what mm. we, what I know of the case. All right. Um, stop in tomorrow morning. If we have anything, I should have found it by then. Oh, fair enough. All right. Um, we head back to the cathedral then. Okay. And I undo the tent again. Uh-huh. Every damn time I'm going to take mm-hmm. this thing down and put it back up. So, yeah. Get in our bed. Uh-huh. Very soft, fluffy bed. When she falls asleep, I actually take the gun out that I've got. Okay. And I'm just, like, looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I can't quite figure out... Like, I'm trying to figure out what is... One, why this gun is so gaudy. So I'm, like, just trying to examine it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like it's yeah. gaudy as shit. Yep. But I don't spend too long on it because I'm just too damn tired. Okay. But I don't put it back in the bag of holding. I just stick it out. Okay. So I just like leave it out. Something wrong? Huh? Something wrong? No, just his gun. What about it? Well, it's gaudy as shit. It is. Look at it. It's, uh, I'm gonna have to figure out how to work it. Yeah. I mean, I know the bait, I know how to work it. I guess, do you know how to use a rifle? I do know how to use a waffle, I'm just not very good at them. It's uh, it's not like a shotgun, I can't just aim in the general direction, and it's not like a, a pistol, it's two-handed, and I'm not good necessarily with two-handed. <sighs> but, um, I made a deal for this stupid gun, might as well figure out what I need to do with it. <sighs> God damn, maybe I could take it apart and make it not... You know, Nikki might be able to do something with it. She could certainly make it less ugly. Yeah, something like that. It's just... Mm. What is the point of it? Well, to kill things, I'm well, assuming. Obviously, that is the point of it, but I mean, it's so... It's gotta be... There's gotta be a reason. It's silver. It's silver? Uh, yeah, this bit's off. Does it, is it at your hand to hold it? Uh, I've got gloves on. Oh, all right. There's got to be a goddamn reason. Hmm. We could always just... Never mind. Yeah, that's just what I need. Reneging on a deal. That is not what I meant. It's not what I was going to say. You were thinking it. No, it wasn't. Actually, it wasn't. Okay, what were you thinking? I'm not going to finish what I was thinking because I don't want to think it anymore. All right, good enough. And I just grab her around the waist. Like, I put the gun down and I grab her around the waist and just, like, do that, 
like annoying nuzzling thing mm-hmm. where I'm trying to, you know, be uh-huh. just like, come on, let's go to bed. I was, a, I was in bed and then you were still awake and then I was Well, now up. I'm not still awake. Now I'm asleep. Well, now I'm awake. Well, now I'm asleep. Come on. Well, you have to wake up now because I am awake. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> I do that nuzzling thing mm-hmm. until she like just oh, settles down and we fall asleep. Actually, while I'm trying to get back to sleep, because you know when you wake up and then you can't get back, like, you know, like when you wake up and then it's like, no, I can't, now I can't get back to sleep. I can take out my cards. Oh, Selene. What? I have not spoken with him for a few days. All right. They're going to tell you to go to bed. <laughs> Probably. They're going to tell you everything's fine. You have a son now, and everything, and come to bed. Right? Mm, yes, <laughs> that is exactly what it says. It's saying it is late, and you are so tired, and your bed is so big and fluffy. Exactly. Hmm. What does it say? And two the seven of pentacles inverted. The seven of pentacles inverted means a lack of long-term vision, limited success or reward. What do you think it means? I don't know. But I can't shake this foreboding feelings that I have. Well. Come on. Hmm. It's foreboding because we're tired. And you want to sleep. Mm. You're right. I put my cards away. And I snuggle her again. Mm-hmm. And then I fall asleep. And I fall asleep. Okay. And Simon, your dreams. The shadow presence is there again. But this time, floating among the smoke and shadow, is a skull. Oh. A silver skull with smoke pouring from the eyes and mouth. Silver skull that looks exactly like the one that's on the rifle. And it's whispering to you, but this time, a few words are actually audible. And it's just a dream. I can't talk about it. Yeah, it's just a dream. It's just a dream. Oh shit. <laughs> probably wake up early and just look at that gun. It's sitting exactly where you left it. I pick it up. Nothing happens. It's just cold and that it's cold except the silver is oddly hot in the way that silver always is for you. Right. She's still asleep, right? Yes. Yeah. 
I kind of say under my breath, low, as I've got this thing in my hand. If that was you, and you're trying to tell me something, then you're just gonna have to wait one more day. And I put the gun away. Okay. In my bag. Because I want to get out of Blue Peak mm-hmm. <laughs> before. Um, if anything's happening with that gun, I don't want to be in civilization. Got it. When that happens. So, like, yeah. Now, now I'm extra paranoid. <laughs> All right. So, so after you wake up. Good morning. Good morning. Um, do you want to say goodbye to everybody here? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go run and get a few more supplies. I need some bullets. I would say goodbye to Bazaar Ken, but um, everyone else is. What about that other sister? Sister. <laughs> Elephine? Elephine. No, it's not right. All right. Well. I'm gonna go run, get some more bullets, mm-hmm. and I'll be back. I'm already dressed and mm-hmm. stuff like right, that. And then right. we'll head out and say goodbye to our son. Our son. <laughs> and then get on the road. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, um, so you're packing up the tent? Well, no, you're still dressed. Right. Dressing. So you I'm just still- literally woke up. So I'll pack up the tent. If you want to. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna run and get um, some supplies. Right, well, so, I will pack do you want more? Do you want rations, too? Yes, please. Okay, I'll pick up some rations. And, um, stop in a shop. Coffin nails, if they have some. Coffin nails? Hmm. Where would I find coffin nails? <laughs> Carpenter nails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you would find... coffin nails when they go in a coffin. Yes, they are. You would find them at the one of the general stores. Okay, so... Yeah. Uh, I'll pick those up. I get bullets yep. from wherever, and uh, uh-huh. I stop at a shop. Uh huh. I believe you already up. paid for that. I did. Yeah. So I'm going to. I'm packing up the tent. I get dressed and feed the horses and feed Cortez and all that, and then I uh, pack up the tent and uh, uh, go go to see where Bozar can is. <laughs> It's early morning, so he's actually nearby in the uh, outer edges of the gardens. Good morning. Oh, good morning, Celine. It seems as though my wandering must continue. Ah, back to it, eh? Yes. Well, it was, uh, well... (laughs) Eventful? To say the least. Are you alright? And to be honest... I'm... I'm an old man, Celine. Losses. Nothing new, Just but... Just because it is new, not new does not mean that you are not allowed to be affected by it. That's very true. And certainly such violence is quite... I was about to say novel, but that just seems inappropriate. <laughs> it is remarkable. I suppose that is a word for it. Well, you know what I would say about... Um... Worrying about the dead. I I know, and on the whole, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> well, take care of yourself. Mm, and we will you. Be, we will be back here um, a bit sooner than we usually. Oh. Well, we have a son we need to check in. Right, Jareth. Uh, out is she settling into his new accommodations? He seems to be very much so. Yes. Mm, excellent. I I shall. Make it a point to uh, visit him myself every now and then. I think he would appreciate that. Yes, yes. 
Um, he was the only person in this whole place that I could stand when I was his age. Ah, well. I, I won't pretend I remember what it was like to be that young, but mm. working in a garden, working with things that are constantly growing and blooming, and always working with something that's young and new. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, I think that the uh, school may be a better environment for him, being so as unique as he is. I, I agree. So. Anyway, take care of yourself, Bozarkin. And you. And I take the horses and... Well, you have Muerte with you, right? Um... Oh, did you I didn't take him. Oh, right, just... so I just lead them into town. And I'm heading on my way back. Mm -hmm. I think I put my hood and mask on just to see who I can flick out. <laughs> All right, who is new in town? Ah... <laughs> <laughs> Given the events of the last, uh, like that happened a couple days ago, a couple of people, uh, there are quite a few people who give you a wide berth as you mm. make your way through town. Oh. Mm, how, 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 no, I will, I will save that for someone, some town that has not been traumatized. Yeah, like the next one. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There you go. I was going to sing my song, but, uh. Oh, uh, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not Yes, now. I know, that's what I just said. Yeah. So, I, I catch up with her. Mm -hmm. Did you get everything you needed? I did, and I uh, got 300 nails for you. Oh, goodness, I am the... Uh, all right, this is... Well, we need to make some furniture for the new place anyway. That is true. May I see one? Here you go. Mm. Perfect. All right. Uh, so we head up to the school. Uh-huh. And... Uh, oh! Constable's office. Right. They... You know, he, he comes back with a just basic report. It's just one sheet of paper. Okay. And he says, I, I apologize, um, but more information could probably be found in one of the Clearwater offices. Is there a way to send them a message? I could send a request via te te telegram. Telegram. Newfangled thing. <laughs> well... I would appreciate it if you could wire that, uh, send a message to them. And uh, we'll be back. Actually, is there a way to send it to the constable station in uh, Ubendale? Oh, yeah, definitely. Cool. Uh, I mean, grand. Awesome. Swell. Swell. Yeah, if you could send that information to the constable station and let them know that the Reaper will pick it up. He's writing it down and kind of stops at Reaper, but then continues and is like, uh, very well, I'll have to send it to the uh, central office. Uh, so just look for the central office in Uvendale. Will do. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah. All right, and then we head up to the school. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Jareth and Try Al are Jareth and Al are both there, waiting for you. Yeah. And also, actually, Master Keldon as well. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. uh, we get you know get off the horses. And... Mm -hmm. Well, this looks like it's goodbye for a little bit. Not for long, though. I promise. Okay, and he comes up and gives both of you hugs. Yeah, this is for you. I hold. I give him a coffin nail. What's, what's this 
It is a nail that is used in a coffin. He, like, takes it and kind of, like, holds it and finger to finger. They're long. Yes, they have. It is, um... Well, I do not expect you to follow the Undertaker the way I do, but it does not... It does not add to have have one of his symbols with you. Okay. Think Hmm. of it as a good luck charm. Okay. He takes it. I don't have much in the way of good luck charms to give you, but uh, how about that dog? You name him, by the way. I did. I, I haven't told him his name. He takes out the figure and like, um, he hasn't been able to wake up yet. But I'm calling him Max. Max. It's a good name. It's a good name. Try not to get choked up. <laughs> we will be back soon. We will be back. Two months? At the very most. Yeah. Okay. I turn to uh, Master Talden. Is there a way that you might be able to inform us of Jarrah's progress in the meantime? Well, it might be difficult seeing, as, as, as I understand it, you two don't exactly have a fixed address. We don't, but... And I take out the figurine. Mm-hmm. The white raven figurine. Mm-hmm. Is it white? Yeah. Oh. Silver. Silver. Mm-hmm. We may have a way of reaching you. I said, uh, we'll send messages through this. It'll come in the form of a white or a silver bird. Silver raven. Not this one. This one is... He does not do much. <laughs> no, that's a crow. This is a raven. Yes. Oh, right. Yes, I, I actually recognize the item. Do you? Uh, quite fascinating that you should happen upon one. Hmm. Uh, we, found, we found it in a crypt beneath, uh, beneath a cursed house that was that had been used as a shrine to the undead. Fascinating. Yeah, we killed a vampire. Anyway, so we'll send this to you specifically. <laughs> like when we send messages to, to Jair, it'll be sent to you to you could give him the messages. I would appreciate that. Uh, we do tend to like to keep an eye on messages in and out just to make sure people aren't sending illicit things to the students. <laughs> it was a long time ago, but we had some problems. <laughs> well, I mean, I just just chuckle. Don't I don't make it echo. I just. <laughs> You know, teach their own, I suppose. But yes, we'll send any messages through you. Mm, very well. So, and then we'll be back in two months. That's the very latest. The very latest. We're trying to head back every other month. Mm, very well. All right. All right, Jerez. I give him one mm. final hug and a kiss on the forehead. Be good, I wink. He smiles and winks back, and he comes up and gives gives you a hug, Talia. I just hug him back. <laughs> As he's hugging, he just kind of whispers, "I'll be okay." All right, we'll send messages. So if you're ever not okay, just let us know. Talia's trying not to cry. <laughs> 
You sure Chris isn't trying not to cry? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut your poor mouth! <laughs> yeah. So, eventually she lets go. Yeah. It's like, be good. And, and I like Cup, cups his And face. I like look back and wink again. Yeah. <laughs> as good as he can be. Yeah. And we get back on the horses. Yeah, you're right. I will be. That was way harder than I thought it'd be. <laughs> no wave. And... He waves and Al takes his other hand and they both. I'll tell your sister you said hello. <laughs> Do that. Right away. <laughs> <laughs> Try not to cry. <laughs> So he turns a corner, she just took completely. <laughs> yeah, like, just, uh, yeah I, I probably just like, that was odd. <laughs> oh, Talia. And I hug her. Oh. I had no idea that was going to be that hard. We've known him for less than a goddamn week, and that's my kid, damn it. He certainly is. <sighs> All right. Well, into the wilderness, I suppose. Yes. Is there a road through where we're going? Because I know there's a road to Airpike, but we're going around that. Yeah, and yes, there are. It's just not a highway like the road from Blue Peak to Airpike. There are roads, yes. So I think we're sticking to the road, but not, we're not like married to it, mm -hmm. mostly. Okay. Uh, the point is to get away from civilization. Mm -hmm. But we are heading towards her home. Her old home. Yep. How you feeling about it, darling? About what? We're about an hour out of Blue Peak. You ready to head home? I'm already home. You know what I mean, honey. We did not need to go. Is that you? saying that because you don't want to deal with it? Of course him? not. No, I, I have already dealt with it. It, uh... I was just saying that if you wanted to get going into the wilderness, then, uh, I would not dream of prolonging it if civilization is bothering you. I'm pretty sure this is you not wanting to deal with your feelings. No, I have already dealt with my feelings. Bullshit. No, I have, I have told you many times that, uh, how I feel about the past. But you were the one who wanted to go see it in the first place. Yes, and I'm saying that uh, since I was the one that wanted to, there is no reason that uh, we have to if you do not want to. Oh, well, if you don't mind, then we can go ahead there. I'd like to see where you were born. It looks a lot like this. Well, we should at least stop by and see that one guy that's still living there. Um, Alden. He's still there. Hmm. That is true. I doubt he remembers me. Well, now's a good time to find out, right? I suppose. Celine. Talia. What? You gotta deal with this sometime. I have dealt with it. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. Then why don't you want to go? It's not that I don't want to go. I'm just worried. Well, I'm just worried about you. No, you're not. Now, okay, as a Capricorn, you wouldn't know that. As Talia? <laughs> I know that. My good being a fishy Pisces of like, no, no. 
I'm doing this for you. I made this for you. I made this for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you honestly don't want to go, we won't. There is no reason for me not to not want to go. Then let's go. Maybe you'll find uh, something of your family and you can talk to them. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Um. <sighs> Onward. How much better do I feel not being in civilization? <laughs> A lot better. Mm-hmm. It's like Blue Peak was like nothing compared to Air Pike as far as tension, but still just getting away from cobbled streets and high buildings above you and just getting back to trees high above you and just wind blowing through the trees. Late summer, wind kind of sweeps through the air down from the mountains. What's fun? Nothing. Nothing's wrong. Um... been a while since we weren't around anything. Mm. Anything with stone and people. People. <laughs> Humans. Dwarves. Really, any, really any flavor of people. It's true. I feel like I'm after the full moon, I felt a little stretched thin, like... Yeah. You know when you get a crick in your neck and it doesn't quite leave? That's kind of how it felt. Hmm. But I feel like it's easing off. I thought it would be sort of like being in a room where there are loud things out, right outside the damn door all damn weekend and then you finally get in the elevator and it's silent. That sounds like a convention. <sighs> Which I have no idea what it is. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> who does? Who wants to do that? Who would want to do that of their own free will? Anyway. It's true. So, uh, how close are we to her place? You can either push it and get there at about midnight, or stay the night about five hours away from it. And then reach it in the morning. I am not in an hurry. Neither am I, and I'd really like to run around. It's all the same to you. <laughs> of course. Go right. ahead. Go right ahead. So right before it gets dark, can I scout a location that's not near the path? Mm-hmm. That's kind of in a protected spot that I could take the whole, that, you know, we'd be out of sight of the, the path. Yeah. Take Cortez with you. I'm sure he would enjoy getting some exercise. Oh, sure. Just keep an eye on the horses, because we can't take them in the tent with us. I was actually going to talk to you. Do you want to maybe um, take shifts with them? Oh, certainly. That's, okay. That would be a good idea. Okay. Like, uh, I'll sleep first, or you sleep first. I don't care. It doesn't um, matter. How about you sleep first? I don't can hear him. Or do you want me to sleep first? And then I'll take over like halfway through. Um, why don't you sleep first? Alright, fair enough. But yeah, I scout a location that's far enough away 
that went on on the main path and if we needed a fire it wouldn't be directly visible mm-hmm. sort of yeah. thing what do you uh, think make I should... a survival check oh uh, what a survival oh. what should what uh what should i do while you're running um suppose i could try and speak with the undertaker that's a good idea it's I been have... you haven't done that in a while 16. okay yeah you're able to find that pretty easily cool i set up the tent yeah. and... it, it actually looks like a, a spot that's used Relatively frequently, but it's away from the road. There's good tree cover. It's like a clearing that's been camped before. Okay. Um, Cortez is so happy. <laughs> you can come running with me, Cortez. I um, think he likes he's like likes being chased, like like you chasing him, and he chases you. <laughs> you can do that. Yeah, try speaking with the Undertaker. I'm gonna go commune with my own deity hmm. of a so after fashion. Mm-hmm. So, set up the tent. Do you want to do a campfire? Or do you want to... We both have low light vision, right? We do. We can both see well enough. Oh, we both have dark vision. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. We both can see well enough, I think. Okay. Yeah, just keep... My my only concern is that we're going to, like, just keep an eye on the horses. Mm -hmm. Because if we... Like, I eventually want to build, like, a camouflage to put over the tent. Wasn't there abandons in these woods? Uh, that's supposedly a bit lower. Yep, a bit further southeast. Oh, right. We're about right here. Right. That's where they are. Ah, I see. Which is actually where we're going to be going that right, way. Right, right, right. Going back to Ubendale. But I'm more worried about animals. So yeah, we set up the tent, tie the horses off. You can tell them to chill out. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yes, I can speak with them. I'd like take off their saddles and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And if she can speak with them, then she can tell them not to go too far. Mm-hmm. How, how are you two doing? Um, they say that they've, they've been enjoying the relaxing pace and this the break of the past couple days. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Don't go too far. Mm-hmm. Stay near the tent. They feel free, to, feel free to graze, but do not go bit, do not go too far. They they nod and stick close by. Cortez, you are going to go. Would you like to go hunting with Talia? Yes. <laughs> okay, I take off my armor. Mm-hmm. I take off my hat. Um, I'll leave my shoes and my pants and my shirt on, but take off my gloves. I leave my wolf symbol on, though. Mm-hmm. I'll be back in like an hour, I guess. No, right. Um, you don't want to do what you're doing? You're just running around. I'm commuting. Yeah. So I can tell you what I do. Yeah. I uh, I walk a little bit ways and like kind of like Cortez, like kind of weave around the mm-hmm. trees, and just kind of breathe in the evening air mm-hmm. and just the trees around me, and I kind of just let the shift take me slowly mm-hmm. as I'm thinking about the wolf around my neck, and then as soon as the shift is full. I just fucking take off. And I yeah. pretty much do that for as long as the shift will hold. Okay. How long does the shift normally last? Take me a minute. As you're running through the woods, focusing on the wolf and just that kind of primal energy, you feel kind of a just a response to that like you you've never quite felt before 
and that primal energy just kind of like continues to pound through your veins. It's like extra adrenaline almost. And there's kind of like a, a little bit of tingling with the marks on your arm. Not like the, not pain or pressure or anything, just kind of like a, an, a sensation of awareness about it. That come on what on what the? on on your marked arm. Oh, okay. That kind of reminds you of like how you felt when you took in John Zinn's scent mm-hmm. in in the Roker's realm, mm-hmm. and as you run and run, you lose track of time. But at a certain point, you realize this shift has lasted for like thirty minutes, and as soon as you realize that, it like it. Fade, it drains and fades away. Is the moon out? Yep. It's waning, but it's still uh, more than half. How do I feel? Simultaneously awake, but drained. Like, like the senses are all awake. Yeah, the senses. But I'm exhausted. Yeah. Well, that's something. Where's Cortez? He flutters and like perches in a nearby tree. <sighs> that's something, ain't it? He's gonna cock his head at you. <laughs> should probably head back. It's probably night, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on, feathers. Let's head back. And I walk. Yeah. Back. <laughs> but while that was going on, <laughs> All right. your turn. So, as soon as you take off, I, uh,. I set up um, a couple of candles, probably. A coffin nail, I have my crow skull. I, I take out the death card, the moon, and the tower and put them in front of me. And I just sit for a minute and just try to, try to um, clear my mind of whatever um, worries I had and just try to uh, meditate on meditate on death, really. That's what I do for, for a bit here. Yeah. I get a dice roll. <laughs> Does anything happen? You kind of sit there in silence for five minutes, 10 minutes. Just thinking about death and the undertaker kind of just brings your thoughts back to the path that kind of put you all on this. You end up thinking about home or what used to be home at least. Where we headed. Where you're headed. Your mind is kind of just in the in, in the weird way that thoughts just seem to tangent off of each other, mm-hmm. goes back to the door. 
the garden. I try to push that out of my mind. This is not, I am not trying to think of that right now. And I'm not trying to think about it, of course. Because I can't think about stop it. thinking about it. <laughs> oh. Uh, you, the last thing that he's like, she just has to see it's out of your head. And when Talia comes back, is those golden eyes. Honey? Hmm. Oh. Are yeah. you, are you, uh, you're back. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry it's so late. I ran for a while. Hmm. How do you feel? Better? Tired, hmm. but better. Well, that is good, I think. I think so. You'll probably sleep very well tonight. Probably. <laughs> How's Cortez? I think he's <laughs> doing bird stuff. Yeah. I mean, he followed me back, so. Right. Um, you I start to put my things away. Any luck? No. I'm sorry. It is all right. It is. It is fine. And I clean up my little shrine that I made. Maybe you just need some more time away from things. I think that would be good. I hope that will. Yes, I think that is what I need. Yeah, it's a beautiful night. <laughs> and it's quiet, thank, thank the wolf. <laughs> <sighs> you still up for first watch? Ah, uh, yes, of course. All right. I give her a kiss, and I head to go get some fucking rest. When you're ready to go to sleep, just wake me up. All right, and I get a Red Bull out of my bag. <laughs> First watch goes by without incident for you, Celine. Just keeping an eye out, though with no fire. Like you, you, you see some shadows moving among the trees, but nothing that seems threatening or approaching. Just just night just just night creatures. Mm-hmm. Talia. Did you take the gun out? Yes. Mm-hmm. The previous night's dream repeats itself. Oh Lord. Okay. And I can't talk No. Okay. Great. I think probably uh, like four hours. Four hours watching. Okay. Yeah, we'll switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I can wake you up. All right. I'm up. I'm up. I'm awake. Okay. Yeah, I need you a Red Bull. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try and figure this fucking gun out. I take some time. Mostly, like, I'm just trying to, like, hold it, mm-hmm. figure out how to hold it right, and I'm just not... Yeah. Everything I'm doing, probably. I'm so not used to this fucking type of gun. Yeah. But I gotta get used to it, so. Yeah. So, for a while, I'm just gonna spend the rest of the night mm-hmm. just fucking playing with it. Playing with it, basically. At one point, you take it, you swing it like a bat. <laughs> so, you're, you're sitting there in the dark, examining it. Moon high above you, providing... A little light through the treetops. 
and it's just like gleaming off the silver of the skull and the garish stock decoration. Gaudy as shit. At some point, and you just kind of like turning it over, looking at it, and then it's like there's a bit of an just itch at the back of your mind. And you just turn it just right in the moonlight. And it's the weirdest thing. It looks like the moonlight is like reflecting in the sockets of the silver skull. Ooh. Creepy. And that light suddenly shifts and meets your gaze. Oh. Are you to be my new wielder? Well, that depends. What are you? Wait, how did I hear that? Did it say it, it out loud or is it in my head? It's in your head. Oh boy! Don't drop it, don't drop <laughs> it. Uh, this is not me this time. Nope. <laughs> No, nope, but thanks. A... But thank you, Celine, for getting me used to a voice in my fucking head. I am asleep, and I am probably dreaming of all those attractive people back at the spa who all <laughs> give me massages and things like that. Yeah. What are you? I am a tool. I am a weapon. I am death's whisper. What exactly? Wow, okay. So are you the one that made John Zen crazy? Sanity is such a strange concept. I offer power. He took it, and took it, and took it. I did not add anything unto him that was not requested. So, so what do you want? To be used for the purpose which I was made. And that purpose is? To reap. Oh. And Talia remembers what the broker said, which was, the reaper requires a weapon. I see. Are you the one that was sending me dreams? nods but it does it like it, it gives the impression in your head of nodding holy crap that's unsettling yeah. oh god all right don't do that <laughs> no i don't say that but just i think it really hard and you again thanks celine that you're used to this creepy shit yeah thank you celine um so if i wield you 
I'm sorry, I don't quite understand how this works. Is that all you want is to be used? I sense in you a purpose, a desire. You have a list. I do. I have been given a list as well. Help me fill mine, and I will help you fill yours. And who gave you your list? There's this sense of pain that flashes through your head, but it's not hurting you. It is hurting? Oh. I do not remember. It is important. It is as things must be. Talia's thinking. Uh, well, the broker made a deal with me, and this was what he sent me to go get. And this is going to open the way to what I need. And if this thing doesn't make me crazy, I am a tool. I am used for what purpose I am set to. And I have a purpose. And you'll help me with that if I help you with yours. Yes. Well, Death's Whisper, I am your new wielder. And with that, you feel your hand kind of involuntarily tighten on the grip. Yeah. The silver kind of like burning at your fingertips as you hold it. And suddenly it's, it was a rifle. It was made of wood, metal and uh, silver. But it's like, it's like one of those weird illusion type things. Like when you're holding the object just one way, it looks like something and you turn it over the other way, it looks something completely different. Right. It does that in an instant where suddenly it's not a rifle anymore. It's a pistol. No larger than retribution. It's not made of silver, the handle you feel under your hand no longer burns. And it looks more like that. Oh my god, I get a card! Oh, it's so pretty! It'll be on Patreon, or it'll be on all the social media places. Holy shit! Okay, here we go. Death's Whisper. 
firearm wondrous item artifact requires attunement. You gain a plus two. Holy oh, shit! You gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magical weapon. This magic weapon. The weapon does two d six. Oh god! Does two d six piercing damage and has a range of fifty to two hundred. When you score a critical hit with this weapon, you deal an additional one d six necrotic damage. This weapon has a reload of six, misfire score of one. Uh, this fire, however, the firearm consumes no ammunition. It instead has six charges. One charge is spent for each shot taken with this weapon. Upon running out of charges, the firearm mystically reloads after taking the reload action. If the firearm misfires, you take a 1d6, ouch, necrotic damage, and your hit point maximum is decreased by that amount. Permanently? Ouch. Uh, you recover from this effect upon a long rest. Oh, okay. The firearm does not need to be cleared upon a misfire. Ouch. <laughs> Worth it. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's pretty. Look at him. I see him. <laughs> for, our, for our listeners, the pistol is about a foot, uh, just a little over a, a foot in full length from pommel to barrel tip. The handle itself is made from carved and bleached bone Ooh. with inked purple tendrils swirling up and down it. A skull made out of what appears to be gold rests where the hammer should be facing back towards the wielder, the jaw of which rests at the bottom of the handle. The trigger and grip also appear to be made out of gold. The rest of the firearm is gunmetal gray with a finely carved wooden, essentially decoration towards the front. Just underneath the barrel. Yay! He's so pretty! That is Death's Whisper. Well, I gotta say, I'm really happy you're not a goddamn rifle. I am a tool. I am... Made to fit the hand of whoever wields me. Now to complete and bind this arrangement. And this time the pain you feel is yours. Oh man, I knew this was coming. I knew this was going to happen. Make packs with magical shit. Pain is just a thing. As you hold it... The skull up top and the jaw at the bottom clamp down around your hand and actually like visibly sink in drawing blood as this dark black seeps through your skin 
winding its way and creating these jagged lines up your arm, intertwining around and through the snakebite mark. It travels up your arm all the way past the shoulder and wraps around your chest. Do you scream? Making marks out, like, just up and around and sort of, like, splays off in ends towards your left side. You look at it, and it's this pattern of, like, barbed wire, almost, that crawls up your arm. Do I yell? You should. Yeah, I'd say make a con save. Yeah. No, you should scream. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna make a con save. You did not make that con save. Nine plus two. Ten, eleven. Eleven. You did not make that con save. Okay, yeah, I scream. Um, I'm gonna wake up. <laughs> yeah. You should roll to see if you hear it. No, I hear it. <laughs> I'm gonna be in so much trouble. Oh, you so are. <laughs> Alright, so I'm having a nice dream wow. about... Eating very, very spicy donkatsu while getting a massage from Arnold. And I'm sitting in a field of hot peppers. Because it wouldn't be like gumdrops, because I hate And then I hear Talia screaming. Wake up immediately. I'm not rolling for it. I'm not rolling for it. I wake up. (laughs) She just like pointed at the DM. I dare you to defy me. I will kick you out of my apartment so fast. Uh, I jump out of bed. I I grab my coat because I think, oh God, if she's being attacked, I don't have time to get my armor on. I have time to put my coat on. Oh. Well, I am kneeling on the ground, uh, clutching my arm with a weapon in my hand. Oh God, Talia, Talia, what's wrong? What happened? What, uh, what is wrong? What happened? It's fine. What is, what, oh gods, what is, it's fine. What is, what happened? What happened? It's fine. What happened? I... What happened? And Celine, as as you look, you see a pistol that you haven't seen before, but oddly familiar. What? And these black marks all the way up Talia's arm. Gods. What? Fine. What, I'm what fine. is it? What is it? What what happened? I'm fine. I'd like take her hand with the gun in it and and I'm like, <laughs> do you just rip my shirt off? Yeah, I do. Okay. It's all yeah, all across my chest. It's fine. I'm all right. What happened? I uh, look at the gun. Anything happening? Or? It's no longer biting down on your hand. In fact, the the like even though there's like still a bit of blood on your hand, the like actual bite is gone. Like okay. there's nothing there. I see you look at the gun, and I hit it out of your hand. It it goes and it just. It's fine. What happened? What? It's fine. What? It is not fine. It. it it was a sentient weapon. What was that? Where did what? It was the, the. Uh, 
Give me a minute, honey. Just... It was the rifle. The rifle? Yeah, it, that's the, the the rifle. Which is it is a pistol. Pistol, way easier. <laughs> way easier to handle. It did this to you. Sentient. It's yeah. sentient. Death's whisper. I'm gonna go for a gun. Did I push you aside. They go and pick it up. It is sentient. Yeah, it uh, connects to its wielder. It did this to you? Well, as way of forming a connection, I guess. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't hurt, honey. It just hurt when it happened. It's kind of like the broker's bite. This is his weapon. Whose weapon? Sibulka. He was the one that told you to find it. Yeah, as part of the deal. Which, actually, as you motion with your arm and look down, one of the two marks from the broker's bite is gone. What does it mean? Part of the deal. What does it mean? Selene. What does it mean? I know you can hear me. I take the gun back. No, I... Selene, what does it mean? Honey. Where are you? Honey, stop. Selene, stop it. Slows a gun at your feet. Where are you? Pick up the gun. It's fine. It is not fine. It's just. What did you do to her? Can you please stop screaming? Selene, stop. Just breathe, all right? I'm fine. What does it mean? It means part of the deal. I was not asking you. Well, I'm the only one here at the moment. Yes, but I know you can hear me. You really want to sit here and scream until you think he'll show up? I know he can hear me. And she, I'm not going to scream this loud, but she just like shrieks, like at the top of her lungs, show yourself. Celine, please. Uh, and then she just starts screaming and lets off a thaumaturgy and the ground is shaking. Oh God, my hearing. <laughs> Yep. And her voice gets corded. And then finally she calls down. She goes back to you. Takes the gun out of your hand. I don't uh, pull back. You do not use that. I made this deal for a reason, Celine. Yes, and until we know the ramifications of it, you are not going to use it. Ramifications of what? Of whatever using this weapon that is sentient mean. Give it to me. No. What did it... Tell me what happened, please. Please tell me what happened. I would gladly tell you what happened if you stop fucking screaming. I am not screaming now. I was trying to get a handle on how to use this thing, if it was important, 
and it was part of the deal, then I might as well learn how to use it. And he? Ooh. It. The gun? The gun. I don't know if it's a he or a they or... It is an it. It is an item. It... You want to hear this or not? Go ahead. The gun started talking to me. It's been... The gun's been talking to me for days. I just didn't know it. I've been... Dreams. I didn't... I relay the dreams. Why didn't you tell me? I didn't think it was that important. I I didn't know what it was. I didn't. It was just a shadow and voices and I had no idea it was from the gun. And I didn't think it was that important. And when I figured it out, I figured I just needed to spend time figuring out how to make the weapon work, how I needed to use it or something. And the gun talked to me, said, it's a, it's a tool. It has a job to do. And as long as I helped him with that job, he would help me with mine. And what job is it that he has? It has. Same as mine. It wants revenge? It has a list. And who is on that list? I don't know, he didn't say. It's something about balance. Balance in the scales. And to reap. To reap. Which is what the broker said. The reaper needs a weapon. Death's whisper. So, this thing has offered you help. After a fashion, I suppose, yes. And you agreed to it, without knowing what it wants. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you, stops at that shit. It's is this what it did to to them? No, I asked that. Oh, and it told you no. It mentioned that that they were already crazy. That was the first thing I asked. And it said they were already crazy. It had nothing to do with anything. Well, I'm pretty sure having something that kills things might make somebody a bit crazy, but... Yes, I agree. What? This was part of the deal. This was not part of the deal. This was part of the deal. Look. I'll show her again. One of the marks is gone. That's one step of him out of your life what you want, isn't it? What I want is to keep you safe. I'm fine. You are not fine. 
No, I'm exhausted. And how do I know that you are not being manipulated by that thing? Excuse me? You are very much not excused. How do you know that this gun, if it is sentient and has a will of its own, if it is not coercing you into thinking these things? Well, right now it's just coercing me to lay down. It's still me, Selene. I believe you. Do you? I do not believe that. You said the same thing about the broker. Well, seeing as he's not here. I know he's not here. So? You don't smell any different. You are not going to use that gun until we can get more information. Do you understand? No. Oh, excuse me. I understand. I don't agree with you, though. It's a weapon. Yes, and apparently it has an agenda of its own. As most things do. Things. Do we have to argue about this this late? Yes, we do. Give me the gun. No. I will not arm it, I promise. No. I will not arm it. No. Why not? I don't like you holding retribution. So this gun is more important to use than retribution. No. But... I can't articulate this right now. I've... Talia, give me the gun. No. Tell you what, the moment I start acting crazy, put a bullet in my head. But until then, leave it alone. I think you're acting crazy now. Then shoot me. Just give me the gun, please. No. I'm fine. There's no reason to be unreasonable. Leave it out here. I will not touch it. I have to. I have to leave it out here anyway. I'm. I'm on watch. No, you're not. You're going back in there. No. Yes. No. Talia. Celine. You were just saying how tired you are. I am. I will take. I the got rest. four hours of sleep. I will take the rest of the watch. You. No. Talia. Celine, I'm not arguing with you about this. Fine. I will stay out here with you. All right. We'll both be exhausted. Um, is the gun going to be upset if I put it in my holster? Doesn't seem to be. Okay. Are you just going to sit there mad at me? I'm not mad at you. I'm not even disappointed. I told you this was what I was going to do. When we met. You have made it very clear. Are you going to be mad at me when I go seeking revenge, too? I told you, I am not mad. And I'm calling bullshit. You can call whatever you want. I am still not angry. 
Then what are you feeling? Out. And afraid. I'm sorry I hurt you. You should not lie. I am sorry I hurt you. But I did tell you that I was going to do this. Yes, you did. So I guess we just wait until the morning. At some point, just through the exhaustion of arguments, both of you doze off outside the tent. It's only for a couple hours before sun, before sunrise creeps up over the edge of the mountains. Stirring you from your sleep. Both of us or just me? Both of you. You first, probably, with with your senses. Horses okay? Yeah, they're fine. Tents okay? Yeah. Mark's still there. I am asleep. I am killed up. How do I pick her up to take her back to bed without waking her? Stealth? Stealth? (laughs) Find out if I can do it. Get her, let her get a couple more hours of sleep. Mate? Are you proficient in stealth? Mm. No? I have a plus four though. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. Actually, make an athletics. You're technically making a stealth athletics check. It's just if you were... I am proficient in that. You're proficient in athletics? Yeah. Okay. Yes, go make an athletics check then. Okay. Um, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Okay. Make a perception check at disadvantage. 11 plus 3, 14. Nope. Yeah, no, no, you don't. No. Okay. But as you pick me up, my I had been holding my necklace and it falls onto the ground. Okay, I take her back to bed. Mm-hmm. And I, like, you know, cover up, and I come back and grab the necklace. Mm-hmm. And did it, the necklace itself fall, or did... I, was, I had took the whole necklace off and just holding it. I was it. holding it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I... Because it's on, like, a velvet, like, strap, and so it's easier to just untie the, or unclasp the velvet. Yeah. So, uh, I walk back in and, mm-hmm. and hold, like, put, put the pendant back in her arm, in her hand. So she's still holding it when she wakes up. Okay. And as you as you look down, you notice that there are tear streaks. Oh. Alright, I'm gonna go take care of the horses. Okay. Get make sure they get water and all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Put my armor back on. And try not to feel insanely guilty. No, feel guilty. Feel very guilty. Nothing to feel guilty about. I told you this was what I was gonna do, so that's what I did. Is that what you are, how you are justifying it to yourself? You know what? I'm not having this conversation with you while you're asleep. <laughs> Why? Well, I am in your head, and you know it. <laughs> you know that I'm trying to be like, no, um, this is this is totally what what she knew. This. And by then... the way, welcome to level seven. <gasps> Yay! Yay! I get more spells. You get more spells. You also get some spells. Right. Woo. 
Okay. Wow, this went kind of nuts. Okay. I will. I will write that down. <laughs> Why don't you write it down on your arm so you don't forget? So. That was fun. That's it for this episode, everybody. Thank you for listening to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. That hurt. <laughs> Come back next time for more of this crazy emotional roller coaster of an adventure. This delightful, this, del this, this delightful, heartwarming, feel-good movie of an adventure. <laughs> DD is funny, guys. It is a, it is a, a lifetime original movie feel-good adventure. <laughs> Ouch. Oh. So until next time, everybody, stay legendary. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Let's Be Legendary. If you enjoyed our story, please rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps our numbers and allows others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com. Or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. More social media links are available on our website, including our Discord server. Please be sure to say hello. We love meeting everyone. To get early access to episodes, art, and exclusive content, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. Bonus episodes, exclusive art, Q&As with the characters, AMAs with the players, and behind-the-scenes material are just some of the things that you'll get as a patron. Find us at patreon.com slash letsbelegendarypodcast. Your support keeps this podcast running. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council. And our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and lead editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Producer, director, and editor is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Producer and art director is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. For music and sound effects, please visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com for a full list of credits. Celine's tarot deck is The Shades of Magic by Jess Gore, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.